0: Woke up in a lucid dream Now we're hunting for the shards We might be an
1: oddball team But at least we've got no
2: What's up, everybody? This is Pedro, the GM and creator of World Walkers. Look, usually this is the part of the podcast where I recap what's happened recently, but honestly, none of that matters because the group finally found an elephant. So, uh, we're just gonna jump right in.
3: We are pooling our gold. <laughs> well,
1: I, I'm
2: sorry, Jane, the dice have spoken.
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't think they're gonna take give us a discount with only 30 gold towards this elephant.
4: 15 gold, because Megan... Tin bought all the essentials that yeah. she cannot return. No
1: refunds.
2: You get half <laughs> back if you sell it back. You get half back. So you'd get
1: no. Yeah. What if I just like faked that I bought it?
2: And... That would no. be incredible. It didn't happen, but
1: you—you you mean you
4: stole the stuff? Because that's called fake buying. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you want to go in? A, you a... want to go in another seller tin? Yeah, <laughs> commit a crime.
2: The lady walks you back and um, shows you the elephant. The elephant has a lot of walking space and the lady assures you that the elephant has always had the best treatment. Unfortunately, the price point is too high and they can never find a home for the elephant. So after today, it's going to have to go back on the road until they go to the next town.
3: What price point is this?
2: It's being sold for 200 gold.
3: Well, that's your problem. I mean, yeah. we would gladly give it, give you a whopping 15 gold for
2: this elephant. <laughs> well, it's not possible to sell it for 15 gold, so that's a mm. problem. And since the elephant won't fit on an airship after today, they're going to have to walk it south. What does that mean? And she looks at you and she's like, it's going to have to go south.
3: Like, literally south?
2: Is it going to the
1: farm where all the other animals go?
2: (laughs) Oh, that place is cool. I've heard about that. She looks at you and she's like... I
1: thought that was up north.
2: You mean, like, is it going to die?
1: Yeah, are they going to kill the elephant?
2: I didn't say
3: that. Are you saying that?
2: That's what the phrase means, right? Wait, what? Is that what you're saying? (gasps) We're not going to kill the elephant.
1: No! No! Oh, what? what do you mean? Tim, like steps in te- and they- is like, phrase, No, 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 You take it to right, the wait,
2: farm means you're farm. going to kill it. Wrong, so you're not wrong. going to take it over to a farm. We're a no kill shop. Roberto, it's Roberto. a no kill menagerie. Shh. I mean, Roberto, I'm kind of insulted you went that far.
3: Roberto has a sudden realization of what his party members have done to him.
1: No! <laughs> <laughs> to regrets all these decisions.
4: <laughs>
1: it's it's s- a
0: nice halfling girl. <laughs> He's struck cosmic. by this Tim. incredible no, no,
3: no, no. incredible sense of betrayal and sadness no. that he has never it is this burning fury that he has never felt before in his entire okay. life.
1: So so Tin notices that Roberto is going into emo mode and so she like quickly like slaps her hands on his shoulder and she looks at him and she goes Roberto we made decisions in the cellar. We all lost something that day. <laughs> I'm not but and then she points to the panther that one's a little bit cooler than your cat (laughs) (laughs) and it's more portable I mean not more portable than a cat but it's more portable than an elephant excuse Uh, me sir or ma'am is that
2: panther trained a what you said sir or ma'am I would prefer
1: Oh, okay. Ma'am, is that panther trained to be friendly?
2: Well, like, would we sell you a, a savage?
1: Yeah. <laughs> There's
2: a couple questions in this conversation I'm not very excited about, but yes, it would serve <laughs> as a, a wonderful house pet.
1: Okay, how much are you selling the panther for?
2: Sixty gold. Sixty? Sixty, yes.
1: Is this panther also going to have to go south?
2: The home and Audrey's going to go south.
1: Okay. So, like...
2: And to you, you know what that means, by the way, Tim. The next closest city within walking distance is south, but in order to get by it, they're going to have to walk by Carmack, which is the metropolis of the dead.
1: That elephant's not going to survive. <laughs> 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 yeah,
2: panther, 60 gold.
1: Uh... The most I can offer you is 20.
2: She kind of nods and says, well, that's, you know, not going to work out for me, but.
1: Could Tin try and be persuasive and, like, charismatic and be like, listen, can you, like, clearly they've got to walk it a long way. I'm sure that they wouldn't want the panther getting hungry along the way and eating other merchandise. So the best would be to, like, maybe give it a home before they have to, you know, go with it, right?
2: Yeah, it'd be a persuasion check.
1: Dun, 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 dun. Uh, 14.
2: She says, I'm sorry, I can't.
1: Okay, well, I mean, like, how low can you go, if you know what I'm saying?
2: Like, can I make it cheaper? Is that what you're asking? Yeah. Then I go, I know what you're saying. Um, The elephant or the panther?
1: Tin looks over at the elephant and has a moment of, like, (sighs) (laughs) And then she goes, no, I can't. But that panther, Roborto
2: needs a cool pet. <laughs> I would go down to 50 gold.
1: Make it 45. Persuasion check. Oh, 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 oh not 20 on that <gasps> persuasion
2: check. And she says, fine, 45 gold.
1: Okay, tin, Tin's going to go, we'll be right back. <laughs> 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 she's going to forcefully, but you know, if Roborto wants to stay, she won't, like, make him. But she's going to try dragging Roborto back with her.
3: I follow
2: her silently. Oh, no. <laughs> You've been shopping for a while, and when you come back, you're coming back to watch uh, Brummelstone stir. Uh, Claiborne kind of <laughs> hold your hand tighter, and she says, how are you doing?
5: Did anybody ne- catch the name of that bus? Okay. <laughs> it's, a, it's a reference on... I'm
2: okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just kind of squeezes your hand tighter. And then that's when uh, Tin and Roberto walk in with. How would you describe the mood? Well, I guess, Tin, I... describe your mood. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Tin, like, quickly busts through the door and is like, Listen, guys, I got a great deal that I need to tell you about. Also, Roberto might have found out about the cat in the farm. My bad. I'm trying to get him a better deal on a a pet. Um, So let's just, like, gloss over all those nasty details and get down to the facts of business. The facts Um, of
3: business. (laughs) Roberto says very sullenly, the elephant is pretty cool.
1: But we're not there for the elephant. <clears> tin <throat> like nudges him okay so guys listen tomkin slowly deal. turns
2: his head and just has like one eyebrow up. like what this is brummel with like lay his head back and be like
5: this is not what i wanted to wake up to
1: <laughs> tin 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 sees that everyone is kind of like maybe not going to be on her side ertleby is flipping out <laughs> yeah she turns to ertleby and she's like if i can get grandma on my side then, and so she turns to Erdible and she goes, Erdible, you wouldn't believe it. They have an elephant, but we're like, man, you're right. You can't fit an elephant in a portal, but you know what you can fit in a portal? A panther. And we got a panther. We got a good deal on it. They're kind of holding it, like liquidation sale. They're trying to get rid of their thing, and Roberto <laughs> found out about the farm, and I feel really bad about it, and... I'm trying to get him a panther for a deal. I used up all my money. I can return it for half the price, even though I really want to keep them uh, like medicine kit. But he's got 15. We need math 30 more gold to be able to afford the panther.
5: At this point, Rumble's going to be like, I will give you 10 gold to, just to stop talking because I have found it on my belly and I did not know what's going on. <laughs>
0: We're at 25. So, Ertlebee is a cat right now, but she's, like, she's, like, freaking out cat-wise and, like, pawing at your leg as you explain <laughs> all this to her. Um, Ertlebee's also
5: broke. um Brummel Stone might also say, why don't you make uh, Roborto go play music on the street? I bet you he could raise that in no time. Yes! The sweet sounds <laughs> of those bagpipes. Somewhere far away from my headache would be great.
0: Oh, Doesn't this only <laughs> get you, like, wait, how much- Um, just metagame, how much gold could he conceivably potentially make? Potentially,
2: I think you make about two gold a day. Okay, that's
0: not the most.
2: But it is not bad. So after a hundred days, you could have an elephant.
5: You never know. They've never heard bagpipes before. They may love it.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: The band's really going to take off. <laughs> could I be his hype person while he's doing that and maybe like up what? it to like five gold a day?
2: Technically, yes, you could probably try to pull something like that off.
5: Zero. Point. Now they're leaving One. tomorrow,
2: so that might play. Uh.
1: <laughs> okay, so ten. ten
2: <laughs> I'm so glad knows. I prepped for this game.
1: <laughs> Tin, Tin knows that she's up against the fight of her life and she turns to Vasa.. <laughs> she goes, Vasa.
5: Mom, Dad said no. hear me
1: <laughs> out. Vasa. <laughs> I would like to make a business proposition. Perhaps I would pay you back with interest. (laughs) (laughs) So, so what do you say, (laughs) Bud? Even five gold more will get us get us closer to that goal. Oh my! So Vasa, I'm serious. It's such a deal. It's such a good deal. Also, I feel bad about report. He found out. He found out about the farm. He's really upset. I feel like so, like a panther to cuddle at night would just be, like, his. it would help him get over his loss. Also, like, don't forget that I went through a substantial loss recently, and that I might need this more than you know.
2: <laughs> oh my god, you're cashing out, Nina.
1: So Vasa's leaning against the wall with her arms
4: crossed. And she's listening to this, and she says... So we're buying a panther to replace Roberto's lost cat. Is that what I'm hearing?
1: Yeah. See, because you always said that the cat was useless, and it kind of was, <laughs> so we're getting a
3: panther. Damn.
1: <laughs> so it can probably attack people. Shark Tank Buff.
4: So you want to spend 45 gold... Instead of on armor and healing kits and tools, you want to spend it on a panther.
1: Well, don't forget, we're forged, so, like, we're already armored.
2: I just (laughs) want to throw out there too, real quick, because I want to make sure we go into this with uh, all knowledge up front. You guys know that Enzo did not choose the animal path for Ranger, right?
4: No, no, their, their enthusiasm for the panther has nothing to do with any in-game utility. <laughs> let's make that let's make that very clear.
5: This is not a strategic decision.
2: <laughs> I, I know you're talking about, like, the panther could attack and stuff like that, and, like, <clears throat> that is, like, not how it works.
1: Well, okay, so we're gonna have a panther that just eats all their food and doesn't attack people? Rude. Like... <laughs>
2: What, you can't episode out? of
5: He Man ever. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it would take a lot of work to train this to be battle ready because Rangers have the ability to take beasts on as companions. But as of right now, Roberto doesn't doesn't go down that path. Now, if you'd like to retrain your character, we could like there are options for that. So you would move into Beastmaster.
1: Don't do it. It was just for a joke. It's not worth it. I thought Bossa panth- says.
4: That's what I thought. And she turns back to looking out the window.
1: But then, but then Tin goes, but we still got Bromelstone's gold, Let's go! <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, no matter what, take Ertlebee with you on your way out. She's still in cat form, but she's, like, been, like, clawing at your legs with increasing in- excitement this entire time.
1: Okay, so they would probably just go to, like, go back. Tin Tin is determined that, one way or another, even if it's, like, the mangy raccoon or a mouse that's caught in a trap, she's gonna get report to another pet on this. Ex- so, with his money because she already spent hers, but <laughs> didn't care <laughs> so, but so, not too much.
0: So, are we back at for reals? Sure. Uh, Erdbie's gonna go get intimate with all these these animals in the menagerie. She's gonna, she's gonna learn Grandma, everything please. there is to know ah. about
2: them. <laughs> you know what?
0: Uh, just gonna learn the ways of the animals, what they're like. She's gonna look at them really hard. So she's gonna look at the elephant and the panther. And what else is there?
2: Elephant, panther, turtle, dog, gerbil, guinea pig, uh, selection of birds.
0: I know we referenced this already once today, but she's going to basically do in cat form a version of What's This from Nightmare Before Christmas? <laughs> she's like, What's this?
2: Meow meow. Meow meow. Meow meow. Meow meow. Meow
0: meow. Meow meow. Meow meow. Meow meow. So that's what she's doing while Tin and Roberto continue their plan.
2: So you guys are shopping? Are you guys done on shopping then?
0: Uh.
1: I guess I w- yeah. At some point, Tim would just turn to report to and go, "Listen, bud, I just wanted to try and get you something with your own money that um was nice. So, but I think the choice should be yours if you want another pet. No pressure. But I thought that would be cool because panthers are cool. Um, also elephants, but we can't afford that and it's not reasonable. So really, it's up to you. I was just trying to." To get an elephant.
3: Thank you for you're very thoughtful. Um, I appreciate it. That doesn't mean I'm not so mad at you guys. But Don't be
1: mad at everyone else. It was my decision to send the cat.
3: <laughs> it's it was our decision. So.
1: <laughs> Are you mad at yourself too?
3: A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um. How much is the turtle?
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: The turtle is too gold. I would like a turtle, please. She takes your gold and lets you go pick one out.
3: I recently lost my furry friend. I was wondering if you could give me a discount. No. I recently lost my furry friend, and I'm really sad.
2: Right, and now we're entrusting you with a new animal.
4: This one, this one can't run away very fast.
5: It'll be fine. Yeah, maybe you'll talk to this one more.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so cute.
3: Wow. Oh my he's goodness. armored like i am
1: oh ta- <gasps> little robot turtle
3: i take the turtle i say thank you
4: its name is ro turtle <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
3: <laughs> yes. i shall love you and squeeze you and make you my own
2: do you have a name for the turtle or do you have to you know i down?
3: do i have to have to think about it Pedro, i'm looking for a piece of clothing that isn't on the list
2: just you don't have to buy clothing. It. it's okay. not important enough. Oh,
3: okay. Yeah, yeah. Cut off okay.
1: Tea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. top, tank
2: top. Well, I'm, I, okay. <laughs> I mean, if you want Show to buy a specific that outfit out digit- of <laughs> that book for a specific reason, go for it.
3: I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give five silver piece for a piece of common clothing, and I'm gonna tell you what it is when we get home.
5: Yeah. So when Brubble Stone woke up, he would get, I, I imagine, would ask for the details after, he, like, mm-hmm. yeah. After yeah. they left, you would be like. So
2: gives you like the the bare bones of it. Uh, you guys lost a shard, and, and you're yeah, not yeah, sure so, what your next move is.
5: And uh, Brummelstone would show a lot of care about asking if she was all right. She and, says uh, she's fine. That uh, doesn't sound all right.
2: She just kind of looks down.
5: I understand. Well, I'm here if you need to talk. He yes. put a hand on her back.
4: So while you two are having your two little lovebirds comfort comfort <laughs> moment, Vasa's head appears in the middle of that. And she just says, Claiborne, how long did you have that necklace of yours before Shatter just now? A few years. So um, Vasa points to the necklace that Claiborne's wearing now, the, the new anti-dreaming shard that she had thrown around Claiborne's neck when the fight started. She says, so we're going to assume that that's going to last a few more years.
2: And she looks down at it, and she's like, yeah.
4: Did your shard shatter because of this? And she kind of waves her fingers back and forth between Burmistone and her. Or did it simply shatter because it was its time?
2: And she just kind of shrugs. I don't know.
4: I see. And then Vasa steps, uh, straightens away, and she goes back to standing guard by the window, watching the streets. But she is speaking out loud, and she says this to the room. She says, we're going to have to sleep eventually. We, If it means that we have to move so that we can stay a step ahead of the nightmares, so be it. But we can't stay awake forever. And Claiborne is not taking off that necklace again.
5: Rolandstone would say, that's not your decision to make.
4: Well, seeing as how my... My life was just as risky as everybody else's. I would say that I definitely have input on that decision.
5: Mm, but not yours to make alone.
4: All right. I wonder when everybody's coming back from their shopping mission. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Send yeah, them oh. out to get some basic gear, and
5: you sent them alone. It seems maybe you've made two foolish decisions today.
1: They went out a oh! three. More like Brummel Stone laying down the Brummel bird. Are we back yet? I don't I yep, don't know.
2: you're back as soon as you want to be. It's oh,
1: okay. uh, <laughs> awkward tin- light, yeah,
2: you walk into the awkward like...
1: Tin would be sure to go up to Vasa and be like, hey, I know I scared you with my uh, trying to run off and buy a panther, but I just wanted to let you know that we got all sorts of kind of responsible adult stuff, <laughs> and I really appreciate you donating your money.
2: And, and then in walks cool. Roberto.
3: As Tiny Tin is saying, like, in re- in comes Roberto, and he says, "Look what I got!" And I had this oversized fez just on my hat, on my head. Oh <laughs> my god!
1: I it's swear, too... and then, like Va- or, tin's freaking out. She's like turning between Vasa and she's <laughs> Like I swear, I had nothing to do with that.
3: <laughs> it is way too big.
1: Guys, I love this group so much. I I love you all so (laughs) much. I really didn't know that that was happening. I swear to God.
3: It was. It was was only five silver. Thank you so much, Vasna, I really appreciate
2: it. And Tom continues on. He's like, "Whoa, are you kidding me?" Who wants over? And he, right? it, he puts all right? the strength he can into his legs and jumps up for the high five. Yeah. And you, you high five and it kind of knocks him over. Because <laughs> and he kind of rolls up and just like, oh, worth it. And he walks <gasps> over and <laughs> goes back to the window. But, like, he's excited. Like, he's not just leaning against the window anymore. He's like,
0: mm-hmm. Um, be would tumble out of cat form and be like, are we getting off this world or what? Also sweet hat bro.
3: <laughs> Thanks, Grandma. <laughs> NP. Oh yeah, what's our next course of action?
0: Tompkins, um, you said you could get us off here and there was a short way and a long way?
2: Yeah, yeah. And he says, so I think you guys have figured out by now that I don't <laughs> I don't really know what I'm doing. Is that is that a fair viewpoint on my my progress?
4: It's quite in fair, Tompkins. Group.
2: Thank you, thank you. Um, so, I don't... I had a lot of time to think about this, and I, I still don't know the answer, but it keep, I keep going back to, like, why was I sent with you? And I, I don't know. I don't understand why I was the one, out of everybody in Mercurius, that was sent to walk with you. And I... I've been thinking about it a lot, and it's one of two things. Either A, I'm just luck of the draw. Um, three things. Um, I'm starting to think of some good stuff now. Um, B, I'm one of the only people that knew Patch, so maybe he just didn't have a lot of names to choose from, and I was trusted, which would be pretty cool, because, like, Patch is a good guy, and i like to think I'm a good guy, and it'd be really cool if, like, I had, like, that kind of, like, inside pocket like, thing with the King of Dreams, because, like, there are times, you know, I was working late and you just don't know, you don't know what, you know, you don't kind of you don't know what your boss thinks of you, and you always wonder, and you're like, is it cool if I ask him out? Is it cool <laughs> if we went and got a drink afterwards? And Then you don't want to make it weird. Top what No. What's up? <laughs> Huh. I believe you have three reasons. Please. Or oh, the third. Oh, no no. Um, or the third one is that um whatever decisions I make are the right ones. And I know some of you and he looks at Vasa. Hold on. I know some of you might not uh believe that, but like he must think that I'm gonna make the right decisions. Or he wouldn't send me to be your guide. Right? I agree. So, all that said, I have no idea what I'm doing. And I don't know why I was chosen. But I do know this. There are two ways that we could continue on this journey. Um, The first one is we head back through Echo Forest into the Ringing Mountains and go back into... The, en- the entrance that we came out of, and keep walking. And that would just take us back to Obrimos. I don't know why we would do that. The other way we could go is, there's another way I know off of this world. Um, and it's it's kind of far away. We have to like find an airship that would take us out there. But um, there is a, uh, a another, I guess what you guys keep calling them portals, another portal out of here. Those are the only two ways I know off of this world, and if Patch wanted you guys to take me with you, and I only know two ways, the way we've already been, and another way, Patch must know that I know enough about stuff to take us the right way.
3: So take us the right way. Sounds like we need to get an airship. We trust you, Tompkins. You're part of the team. Oh,
0: Vasa, do you have time to give us an inspirational speech?
2: <laughs> do you have it in you to give an inspirational speech? I was gonna
0: say, I was like, is Vasa in the mood to give an inspirational speech? <laughs> uh,
4: uh, Vasa's pretty bummed. She lost a the shard. They now have to deal with Claiborne's curse. Rummelstone burned her. She spent gold on helping to buy a turtle and a fez.
1: This <laughs> is not. This is not a. This is not a day of victories
4: <laughs> for Vasa. Tim so, no. would be
1: sure to just stand extra close to Vasa, just just kind of in solidarity. But
2: so, do you guys know any airship captains?
0: Do we know any airship captains? <laughs> My word. <laughs>
2: Well, it sounds like you guys have, like, relationships with them then. So maybe you guys could go ask for passage. Um, We need to go to a, like, a small field um, that's uh, north of the uh, Twisting Swamps. And he's like, yes, if you can just secure passage, um, it's not really on any kind of trade routes. So, uh, I mean, it's, it's been a while since I've been there, so maybe there are trade routes now. But it's really out of the way, so you'd have to find... It's gonna cost some money to go there, probably.
0: Well, we are pretty good at getting around that. Tin, you were the last one to see Captain Gideon. How did you leave things with him? I would say
1: pretty good, all things considered. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> well, that's
0: great. Let's go find
1: him. I might. Yeah, I might, like, uh, I, we might need to smooth things over. A little bit, but I think he'll be fine. No lasting damage to the relationship, I don't think. I may have, like, I think intimidated him or pointed a gun at him. I don't remember.
0: Who of us has not pointed a gun at Captain Gideon? Just to be clear.
1: I thought that's what his G
5: stood for.
0: (laughs) The G is for gun.
5: Gun, Gun pointing idiot. at me. Gun <laughs> idiot.
0: Gun pointing at me. Idiot is his full name. <laughs> I mean, there's also the captain, but we like, just saw that guy. Yeah, where did he go? Has the captain been in the room with us this whole time? Did he like turn like He's the like, camera wide a little bit? <laughs> Thanks, guys.
2: I'm gonna ask Ertleby for a history check.
0: Yes, Ertleby knows lots of history. Ertleby knows some history. Oh. Ertleby got a nat one. But plus two. But plus two for intelligence. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Ertleby's also lucky. So So she's just gonna give it one more try. She's gonna like think back. She got a thirteen.
2: What Tompkins calls a small field. Um, north of the Twisting Swamps, you you would only know it as something else. You don't know a lot. You know that during the Mages' War, there was a battle that took place there? And you know that a lot of um, Forge died out there. But you that's about all that you know.
0: We're not going to the flats, are we?
2: Um... And Tomkin says, "No, no, no, no. That's way, way further east. Now we're going. To, it's a really nice little field, um, and there's like a small cave. It's beautiful out there. You guys are gonna love it. And we'll just walk into that cave, and it'll lead us right on out.
0: We're not going to the site of the battle for the kingdom of Kadim, are we?
2: What? What's that?
0: Okay." Let me keep thinking, I'm pretty old. Okay, what about that place where there's a lot of necromancy? Isn't there a place like that? I think, I think, I mean, I've lived here my whole life, but again. Yeah, you would know it's
2: called Carmack, just so you know.
0: Oh, okay, so we're not going to Carmack, are we?
2: Carmack's a beautiful city, why wouldn't you want to go there?
0: Because of all the dead people?
2: No dead people, don't go in the cemetery.
0: Tompkins, what was the last time you were in Cog?
2: It's been a while. Why?
0: You're really old. There's been some stuff that's gone down. Okay, so I'm going to I'm going to ask you some history questions right now. Uh, okay, in Cog, when you were here last, how did people feel about guns?
2: It takes him a second to remember, but he's like. Guns didn't exist when I was here last.
0: Okay, all right, that's a start. I know so, that
2: there was a talk about, and he's getting kind of emotional out of nowhere. Like, he kind of pulls back and he's like, There is, there is, was, there was talk about stuff. It's, I don't know. It's, I don't know. I guess I, there, I don't, and he goes and kind of sits down and he's like, I don't know. I guess I don't know stuff.
0: Oh, Tompkins, I'm sorry. I, I know your past is. Is fraught with mystery and a little enigma in there too. Also some obfuscation. Anyway, uh <laughs> I think I think things might not be the same as you remember. Everybody Tompkinson's saying this is really sweet. I'm just gonna put it out there. It could totally suck, that's all. We should still go. Uh, but it could totally yeah. suck.
1: Is it okay if I pipe in... Yeah, whatever. I, page? Uh, yeah. Okay, so, yeah, like, based on kind of, like, their conversation, Tin is, like, piecing the others and stuff, and, and she's like, uh, yeah, Tompkins, like, there's there's no field there anymore. It's just a massive graveyard for Forge. Why?
2: why what?
1: Can I just read your beautiful stuff?
2: <laughs> sure, if you want to.
1: Okay. Um, towards the end of the war, a massive battle took place between the enslaved forge of Kadim and the armies of Dormineer. What should have been a devastating victory for the forge turned into their worst loss. A member of Kadim's high council turned against the kingdom and sent off a wave of anti magic, ripping the very life force out of every forge on the battlefield. Anti magic hangs in the area to this day. So AKA I that's not good news for me <laughs> probably. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Bramalstone, did you hear all that? No. The moment that your brother walks into that field, he's going to fall apart. That's not good. I, you don't know about Tin, but um, you know that your brother is composed partly of magic, and the moment he walks in there, he's going to shut down.
5: Will, will he turn back on if we get past anything? Or is it like... <laughs> when I you mean, take like,
2: him out of the anti-magic field, yeah, his magic okay, will come The okay. anti-magic fields this, like, suppress instantly. magic. <laughs> Okay. It's not a dead magic zone. A dead magic zone would eradicate the magic from him. Okay. And kill him instantly. But an anti-magic field just shut, it, just, it suppresses magic.
1: But there's a really cool unique flower that grows there.
2: <laughs> and Tompkins says, yeah, the Dancing uh, Lily Wilds, those are great.
5: Oh yeah, so Bromal Stone would say, I'm afraid at least two of our members would be gravely injured if not rendered unconscious in this field.
2: Tompkins is like, well, why?
5: Uh, the Forged are a, a race run on magic. And then that's where uh, he would go into his very scientific lecture about how Forged are made.
2: Tompkins is like, like, I thought you guys were robots. <gasps> mm. Tompkins.
1: I cannot believe you, Tompkins. Wow. Tompkins, you
5: are wise and also foolish at the same time. I, the the beautiful you of
1: <laughs> I would have thought that somebody who walked so many worlds would... You know, have a more open mind.
2: I but, have an open mind. I'm open to the idea that I'm wrong. But originally, I've been talking to Monty a lot, and he said
5: you—that uh, We want to talk about fake news sources right
0: now. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> Brummel Stone would explain that Monty, uh, while well-meaning, was incorrect. Um, oh, the Forged are powered by magic. They're not machine-based. Like oh, many why of don't the you guys switch over
2: to Steam? That's like all the rage on this world. Because I'm sorry. I'm getting us off track. I'm getting us off track. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's it's there's room shit. for an improvement, is what I'm saying. Maybe Monzi <laughs> can help you guys. But until then, yeah. So let's go, right? Or no? Or are we not doing that now?
0: This does seem problematic. Now, one option would be we enter the field of magic. Tin and Roberto pass out. We strap them to my body. I turn into a cat, and we go through the field that way. Um, you might want to try a bear grandma and a cat. <laughs> oh yeah or or I guess a bear uh, that's <laughs> oh the thing.
5: you strap them to your body you they morph inside you. that
2: seems uncomfortable.
0: <laughs> I don't know if that would work, but considering there'll be lifeless husks, they figured I it was the best time to try.
2: <laughs> and Claiborne kind of looks up and she's like, and then you guys from the flats then? I mean tin... You're from the Flats, aren't you? Yes. And then as she says that, it kind of occurs to you what she might be hinting at. So, um, <clears throat> on the world of Cog, magic doesn't exist anywhere except for the Flats. And the Flats are where the Kingdom of Kadim used to be. The end of the Mages' War saw the destruction of Kadim, literally, like the land masses were detonated. And all of Kadim survives as a series of frozen landmasses. And the entire area is covered in anti-magic. Now, that's also where all the magic happens on Cog, And the reason is the people of the flats have manufactured certain kind of uh, bracelets and jewelry that allows them to suppress the anti-magic field around them personally.
1: So we need to try and find a thing to suppress anti-magic field is what I'm hearing.
5: Classic. (laughs) (laughs) You can go to Waypoint, but you're gonna need the anti-magic presence.
2: (laughs) Well, she's like, (laughs) I mean, I saw you cast magic. I thought maybe you were a magic user from the flats.
1: Would I know where to find it?
2: So the only place to get it, as far as you know, is the flats. And when you bring that up, And Claiborne's like, well, you don't have to buy it at the flats if you're willing to buy it from places that shouldn't have it.
1: Tin looks between Claiborne and Vasa because she knows both of them kind of deal with Shady. Vasa says, why
4: wouldn't we buy it from them?
2: And she looks at you and she's like, I mean, you and I get it, but not everybody here might be cool with that because uh, that kind of jewelry is not for sale normally so it's been acquired by other means
4: well we only need to buy two I expect that those two and she's looking at Erdl, uh, she's looking at tin and Roborto I would expect that those two are have a vested interest in their ability to stay sentient and alert and I would assume their brother despite his honor code also has a vested interest in his own brother staying alive and now and now vas is looking to Bromelstone to see if Brummelllstone has any objections.
5: He would uh he would meet boss's gaze and then look over at the Claiborne and be like, When is the market? Like when is when are these markets or like is it like one of those things where it's like once a month there's a secret Black Alley market or you just always go?
2: No, we need to head to the merchant city of Hollem. And when she says that, Tompkins looks up and he's like, You mean the the merchant house of Hollem?" And she's like, No, the merchant city of Hollem." and he just looks confused and looks back down.
4: Tompkins, what I understand is this portal is at the center of a field, is that correct?
2: It's in a small cave, yeah. In the center of a field.
4: Alright. And
2: But I mean it's just a regular old field. Like we could probably carry them, right? And then just walk around. Well on how in.
4: large is how large is
1: the field, uh, Tin?
2: Yeah, So Tin, you would know. I mean, it's like an, a couple acres.
1: I I would say it's just like based on just our, you know, experiences with portals and, like, fields and open areas that are kind of big and implicating, like, boss battles, I would say (laughs) that we should probably try and prepare for us to stay awake should anything bad happen.
2: Well, Tomkins is confused again. He's like, okay, so one of two truths is possible. Either I'm right and... We just walk in because it's this really beautiful field, and we're going to want to stop for flowers. But other than that, we just go on straight forward. Or two, it's a graveyard, and there's still nothing going on. And we pick up the flowers because they're probably still there, if you guys know about them. They're really beautiful. And they kind of have this weird thing where, like, they kind of move in the wind. Okay. Even when there's no- and, yeah, and we just walk on in. <laughs> so we just need to get wagons, possibly noodles. Oh, no.
5: Tompkins, we're gonna get bracelets.
2: Right on. All right. <laughs> well, I think. Where,
4: where is, where is this merchant? Where is this merchant city? What's um, that trip?
2: And she's like, Clayborne thinks she's like. It, I mean, it's it's kind of on the way. We'd have to veer off course for a few days and go a little more north than we normally would, but we could do it. I have a contact in the city, so I can get us where we need to get.
1: We are seeing all of Cog. We are just taking a grand tour. Mm -hmm.
4: Sounds like that is potentially our best option then. If it is already along the way and we have a contact, that will not take too much time off our travels, not that we're on a schedule and we won't have to find wheelbarrows.
0: I just want to add that I don't have any children there. I mean, Fenwick could be anywhere, but I won't be (laughs) dragging you off to see some child of mine. So, let's go.
2: And Tompkins says, can we afford airship passage that whole way there, though? Because, I mean, like, the ship's going to need to wait for us to go do shopping, and it's a couple days off. So, like, you guys seem like you were really sweating buying, like, pets. Do we have the gold to get that far, or should I go back to work for a while and start saving up?
4: How much gold do you think it'll take, Tompkins?
2: Oh, it should only cost, like, um, jeez, I mean, to get safe passage last time I was here, it was like five or ten gold, you know, that was on horses, because we didn't really have airships, but I can't imagine they charge much more than that, because I wouldn't just take horses.
4: So why don't we take horses?
2: And Claiborne kind of looks up, and she's like, because it would take months. Uh,
4: Everything's so far away.
2: (laughs) What is this? The South. Well, she's like, she's world. like, I mean, horses versus an airship.
1: <sighs> and Vasa just says, "I think we'll have enough gold." Yeah, we might have a friend discount.
2: And so, if like people wanted to, like, if like the ship would go to Harlem, but then people didn't want to go inside of Harlem, and you know, then like the ship would have to stay around and make sure that, like, why don't you want to go miss... inside sure, of Harlem,
4: yeah. Tompkins?
2: I don't, I don't like cities. Except for follows. so I'm you just, just saying we it have the open. money for the ship to wait as well.
5: You just thought it was a merchant. Like, you didn't think it was a city.
2: Yeah, now that I'm hearing it's a city, oh god, no way. Um,
4: well, Tompkins, the last time... You separated from us. In fact, the last two times you separated from us, it took extreme measures to reunite. And didn't you swear up and down that we cannot leave you behind anymore?
2: Well, this so is sounds more like, like you will me be going waiting the at with the us. horse while you run into the tavern to refill your mugs.
4: And we thought you were only going to be waiting with Ertlebeast's son while we did a little, did. quick little chase. I did. You waited for a long time. And you were the one upset about that, Tompkins.
2: That was pretty mad. We'll talk about it on the way. We shouldn't waste any more time.
4: Yeah, we should we should probably get going. Uh we should probably go down to the the dock and see if we can find a ship to carry us. Master Dorf, are you are you fit to travel?
5: I mean it seems about as fit as anyone else here. Should we wait? Didn't you pay for the Week? Is that my understanding?
4: I am I am hesitant to linger for long in a space when the nightmares have already found us once
5: you said it yourself we do need rest we do need to sleep we should at least stay the night i mean what time is it actually in game
2: um by this time probably five or six. PM. Oh well
4: then yeah then we should probably rest i would think that you master dwarf and uh grandmother probably need rest the most
1: I didn't get hit at all that last battle, so I'm, like, good.
3: Yeah, and Roberto uses hit dice, so he's also good.
1: So we can take first block. or Tomlkins whatever. is like,
2: I feel pretty good, too. So, I mean.
0: Yeah. Ertlebee's asleep.
2: And Claiborne kind of accidentally nudges, nudges past you and makes you up.
5: We're almost no one talk to Claiborne. Are you all right with us sleeping? We need rest. There's not much way around this, unfortunately. Okay. The nightmares come, they will come.
4: Or at least back asleep. Um, Vasa would have sat down next to Claiborne and sort of just looked at her. And, and her first question is you know, how are you feeling? I
2: feel okay. The Claiborne that you saw after the battle was panicked and afraid and, and having mm-hmm. trouble coping. This Claiborne is just pulled away like you've never seen before.
4: Mm hmm. Yeah. And then um, Vasa would say, In that fight, I had never seen such fear on your face. What did you see in those nightmares?
2: Well, those are my nightmares. I didn't see anything else. I've been terrified of them since the first time I saw them.
4: Well, for what it's worth, they are our nightmares as well. So, you are no... No, they were our nightmares before we met you. Remember when we were on the ship? I told you of our story. I told you of our similarities. And while I wish that we could have liberated you from your curse, as I had first uh, spun for you, at the very least, they are no longer your nightmares alone. And there's no reason to be afraid of them alone. Because there is one... Very annoyingly honorable dwarf, especially who is on your side. For now, i also just kind of shrugs. She says, eh. "Um, he
0: but has she just really, kind of really no one else. Sorry.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually good. Also be like, <laughs> no, trust me, you are far beyond anything he could have dreamed of. Like, really, I just thought that like." I'm I'm surprised you don't have a beard and you yeah yeah but no 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 he he, he's a he's a good he's a. Anyway, Vasa kind of like looks awkward that she's doing this much comforting and she kind of just pats her on the back and stands yeah. up to go stand guard by the window and door again.
2: This is gonna be kind of a a melding of meta and in game narrative, but like as you'll notice, I didn't even give you an opportunity to roll to yeah. try to change her attitude. Like there's yeah. nothing reaching her.
4: I mean, I think we made it pretty clear the way Tompkins explained the suppressive qualities of Net Necklace as well. How it just sort of slowly eats you up
2: soul-wise inside. And, yeah, especially after making that comment, you do – if you hadn't already realized it, I mean, it's kind of like putting this back on her – Seems to have stolen her away far more than she like beforehand. Mm-hmm. She was kind of gruff and like whatever, and kind of like mm-hmm. she had a, a a coarse side to her. Yeah. And now it's like it's it's like its effects are rapidly pulling her even further.
4: Yeah, and actually, um, because because Vaz is noting how flat she is after she's had this sort of you know small conversation with Claiborne, she walks over to Tompkins, who is. In his little enthusiastic, useless way, staying awake and thinking he's contributing to the Night Watch,
2: he, he's like, "Yeah, he's got she, a little notebook. He's been writing stuff." And he's like, "Hey, what's up?"
4: She, um, she sort of squats down next to Tompkins. She says,
2: Ooh, remember when you he's were ta- excited? Re- he kind of <sighs> shifts around. What's yeah, up? what's up? And what do you she, got? she,
4: she says in a low voice, she says, remember when you were talking to us when you told us about the effects of those necklaces long term?"
2: Yeah, yeah, those things look terrible.
4: Yeah, what happens if you wear it? To its end. To the point where it has completely consumed you.
2: Uh, what you happens just, to you? Oh, um, you, you wouldn't wake up anymore. You'll fade out. I guess. I mean, I don't know if I guess it's not really sleep what happens to you. But it's like, uh, it just, you just at one point you'll just lay down and you'll close your eyes. And then that's it.
4: How long does it take?
2: Uh, and he kind of looks around he's like, so I don't have like a science on it. I don't really know how long it takes. It really, it's, he's like, the truth is, this is all emotion. So the stronger the person, the, there's any number of factors could change it, right? But I just know that he stopped dreaming and the rest of the world fades away.
4: Can the person delay its effects with strong emotion?
2: If they're strong enough to fight it, certainly. I mean, look at, he looks over at Claiborne and he's like, I mean, she, ooh. He just kind of looks worried and, at you. He's like, "Yeah, and Vasa, I'll put it this way. Um, she was a great fighter.
4: Well, Vasa says, are his effects reversible? Can she, and she also does a, like, a look over there, can she come back from that?
2: She takes the necklace off.
4: All right. But they don't become a danger to others. They simply lose themselves, go to sleep, and never wake up.
2: Yeah. When he says that, he kind of looks down, and he has a whole different look on his face. Like one of, like, pain.
4: Don't tell Brummelstone this.
2: Hold on. He kind of looks like, he's like, I feel like we were doing this so that we could then talk to Brummelstone, because it seems like it's a really important information for him to have. And he looks kind like, confused. The, like,
4: yeah. No, and is like, I fear the Master Dwarf will then insist on taking it off her.
2: Yeah, it's killing her.
4: It will kill us if it comes off her.
2: Touche. But I mean, like, we can't in good conscience just watch her die because we're afraid of it right oh 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 now he's kind of realizing what you're saying he's like oh you're yeah holy okay that is what you're saying we are having two different conversations
4: and Vasa just seems to be in her own head and she just she just pats she pats Tompkins on the shoulder and she straightens back up to resume her watch
2: Thanks for listening to episode 45, the facts of business. If you want more world walkers in your life, you can visit our website at worldwalkerspodcast.com. And you can also find us at world walkers Pod on Twitter or on Facebook at facebook.com slash worldwalkerspod. Thanks to Kevin McLeod over at incombotech.com for the music in this episode. And thanks as always to Sirenscape for the sound effects you heard. You can find them at sirenscape.com.
1: we got a good deal on it they're kind of holding it like liquidation sale <laughs> oh. <laughs> they're trying to
2: I now them. want permission to put your liquidation story in the <laughs> podcast go for it I didn't
1: I, didn't...
5: <laughs> I told Anyways. my wife in the morning about it I was just like it was like a liquidation sale and she was like you've been sitting on that all night haven't you <laughs> and I'm, like, no, I'm <laughs> sitting on the toilet honey. that was the
2: yeah. point of the story <laughs>
5: Back my Kickstarter.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Back my <laughs> I really just wanna tweet it live and be like, if I can get like fifty retweets on this, it equals a certain amount of goals in the game and then I can
2: <laughs> That would be hilarious. How are you doing it?
1: I'm gonna well I'm writing it down as a joke as a Kickstarter for the Panther. The uh, hundredth tweet gets yeah.
5: the name The Panther.
1: If I, if I got, like, people to pledge to the Patreon, could I, <laughs> could we use that as...
5: <laughs> you mean the, you mean the Pan? <laughs> <laughs> Wait.
1: Twisting Swamps? Mm-hmm. Where the Menagerie was headed, right? Nope. No, that's where the Menagerie is from. Right? Oh. Some they of they his brought that elephant from, the, from the,
5: the Twisting Swamps.
1: Oh, okay, sorry. Maybe you can
4: capture a wild elephant, Tin.
1: <gasps> I could, I would need a big net. <laughs> <laughs> We're
2: gonna
5: need a bigger boat.
1: <laughs> Wait, did we already discuss the uh, the chance of, like, a uh, forged druid? Could they become a Transformer, technically? thing? <laughs> Could they that just has transform- not come up. Beast, <laughs> war, beast war beast
2: transform- No, they would still magically change Soice? into natural animals. Oh. Yeah. Could they at
5: least make the transformation? Because you're not it's voice. not like it's not like
2: Erdobie's using her skin and turning mm. it into furry skin. She's magically shifting.
1: I just liked oh. that idea. Wait, what?
2: You may want to do Forge Druid Transformers.
1: Dude, that'd be rad.